This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Fake the handoff. Stroud looking. Stroud. End zone. Wide open. Touchdown, Collins. C.J. Stroud. On the money. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. I gotta tell you, that game really pissed me off yesterday. The Broncos not covering the spread or winning outright. Really, really stuck under my crawl. Ian Eagle with the call yesterday. Also, I would just like to bring the music down. Please, please bring the music down. Very, very important. Let us have a few second moment of silence. For Tank Dell and fantasy football teams impacted by Tank Dell season-ending injury. Thank you. Poor Tank Dell. Brutal injury. What a great rookie season for Tank Dell. Sucks for the Houston Texans. Obviously sucks for football fans. Sucks for better. Sucks for fantasy players. Literally the last thing that anyone wants to see is any player get hurt, obviously. And Tank Dell, like a, like a, a national treasure thus far this season, coming in as a rookie and dominating the way that he did with C.J. Stroud. Like the best quarterback, wide receiver, rookie combo since Andrew Luck and T.Y. Hilton back in 2012. Really unfortunate that that uh, Tank Dell season-ending uh, ankle injury, underwent surgery earlier today. Today, D'Amico Ryan saying Tank Dell lost for the season. We'll talk about the Texans-Jets game and all the news involving the New York Jets today, and there's a lot of it because this team's an absolute circus, but want to remind our live audience, the whale capper Drew Densick joins us next hour, giving us bets for the NBA in-season tournament, his bets for Week 14 in the NFL, and then all of our bets for tonight in the Power Hour, final hour of the program. We'll also bring you Lochmas. Ken Barkley's going to tell you his early thoughts on Michigan and Bama, Texas and Washington in the college football playoff semifinals. But for now, now, let's talk about the Texans and Jets. Kenny, let's bring the music up here. The betting market here, Ken, for Sunday's game at the Jersey Meadowlands. <laughs> yet, yet another. I'm sure Jets fans are thrilled. Another home game coming up here. Uh, the Texans are six-point road favorites at the Jets. The total in the game is 35. So we touched on this earlier in the show, just to bring people up to speed, because this is all happening in real time. Uh, Diana Rossini and Zach Rosenblatt of The Athletic tweeting out, like maybe in the, the 2 o'clock hour Eastern time, the hour before we come on the air, that the Jets were wanted to go back to Zach Wilson as their starting quarterback for this game, but that Wilson was, quote, like reluctant to go back into the lineup and play for the Jets. And obviously, firestorm on social media. I'm firing off a take on it, which is basically like, if he's not going to play, they, they got to release him. Because like, what's, what's, what, why is he there if he's not going to play? But then Robert Sala addresses the media and says, well, actually, hashtag, well, actually, uh, I talked to Zach, I meaning Robert Sala, talked to Zach Wilson, and Zach said he wants the ball. And that Sala was not ready to make a decision on who the quarterback's going to be. If you, the listener and viewer, are hearing all of this and thinking, this makes no freaking sense. You're right. What's there to say about this circus right now in Florham Park? So, Ken, I think the one thing that we can feel pretty confident about is that the quarterback for this game for the Jets on Sunday will not be Tim Boyle. He got pulled from the game yesterday and Simeon came in. I think this is Simeon 
or Zach Wilson, and I I don't I don't profess to know who it's going to be. I guess maybe like general manager Aaron Rodgers could say play play my friend Tim Boyle. I guess that could happen. I think it's unlikely. I think it's Simeon or Wilson. Texans minus six thirty five the total. Pen pencil blood or blank Texans and Jets. I mean the most likely situation there is that Wilson was actually reluctant to go in, but Salah did the right thing and like got up there and was just like put it all to bed by saying that Wilson went to him, like cleaned up the mess. That seems like the most Protecting likely situation. Him. Yeah, protected him, clean, like did did what a, a good coach would do, honestly, in that situation. Like, there's a report coming out like that. You squash it immediately. Nope, he's the like he he actually actually the exact opposite. Actually, he came to me and he said, "I want to play." Like, just completely defu- try to defuse the situation, which is tough to do because it's New York and because it's Zach Wilson. Uh, in terms of like this market, or do I have a strong opinion on it? It's six at MGM, but it's like six and a half in half the sports books that are currently listing the game, just to give people an idea of like how this market shaped with a really low total. Uh, my first thought in the game, just like when I first saw the market, uh, my first thought was Jets in the under parlayed. Um, like just and and this is not even like about the Jets, honestly. I feel like I'm like very anti Houston Texans. I don't. I'm, I don't try to be. It doesn't like come across on the show all the time. I'm sure I've been against them a few times. Uh, sometimes it's been good. Sometimes I actually haven't been against them very much. Although I was against them yesterday. And just what I would just remind people about this team. And they're they're the surprise. Te- them and the Colts are the surprise teams of the year. And so like celebrate that they're haven't made the playoffs in a while. They've been the last few years, Deshaun Watson, all that stuff. And now like here's Stroud and Ryan's and these like skill position players, including tank and will Anderson and will and will Anderson, who we'll talk about in a second. And, uh, and like they've, they've hit on all this and that's like really cool. And it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch Stroud. But he's awesome. He's, he's so there was about 90 yards down the field to a bunch of really good wide receivers. It's really fun. Um, they also don't win games by more than a possession like ever. They're also they also still have lots of moments in the red zone where they're terrible, which like no one wants to admit, apparently, where like the obvious situations where they just like take a sack or a penalty and it doesn't work very well for them. And it allows teams to stay. Russell Wilson had a throw to win the game. Kyler Murray had a drive against them to win the game. Like these are this is not as much as Stroud's awesome and like the the Twitter videos look great. There's still some issues here. Like they're not they're not gonna blow out everybody. That's not how it works. So like in this game for me, it's do I bet the Jets yes or no? And you could be like, oh, like another person saying Jets. I my biggest bet was Falcons money line yesterday. I love betting it. I bet the Dolphins on Black Friday. I think the Jets are terrible. Also, now this number is like, I think I might have to bet the Jets. Let's see who the quarterback is. Let's like let this develop a little throughout the course of the week. Cause this is also the kind of thing. Even if like you think this is nuts, I think I'm going to be right about this. I th- actually think this might have like a very small impact on the betting market for the game. That this is like a this is like madness. What's going on there? That there's like this mutiny, and we don't know if Wilson's going to play. Put it this way: I don't think it's going to make people bet the Jets aggressively. Like I, I think it's going to be like market stays the same, or the Texans get bet up even more. Uh, I just would never trust this team on the road to win by margin yet. Like a couple of years from now, when Stroud wins 14 games and wins MVP, great. Uh, not this year, not this team. All they do is play one possession games. And the Jets showed an ability to keep the game close against Desmond Ritter yesterday. Their defense, which has, like, I think we asked questions like, did they quit in the second halves of these games? They played really well yesterday in a lot of the game. They played really well the week before that. Like, I just, uh, you know, like, it, in, until they didn't, I think in, the, in a game like this, I think that I definitely think the Jets can keep the game close. It would be Jets or nothing. Uh, I kind of want to see who the quarterback is and what happens to the betting market. And and for whatever it's worth, maybe it's nothing. I actually do think it's something. 
So the Jets last year, obviously, I think they were seven and four and then lost out, like lost every game. And now we're seeing like kind of like something similar happen, like not like the same one loss record, but basically this huge losing streak towards the end of the year. And the players are all acknowledging it like they know it. And they are just if you listen to the postgame quotes and I've listened to a lot of them, watched a lot of the content. It feels like this is not a team yet, at least. And maybe it happens. I don't feel like the defense, at least, I don't think they're ready to quit yet. I don't think this team's quit yet. And I think, to Ken's point, they showed you that yesterday in the second half. The defense could have easily folded with all, like, the ridiculous plays by the offense. They played until the very end. So just, like, that's just my opinion. Um, as far as the quarterback here for the Jets, and I agree with you, I don't think it's like, oh, my oh, oh, oh my God, Simeon starting, jam the right. Jets. Like, I don't, I don't think that's what this is. But I'll ask you a subjective question. Let's assume it's not Tim Boyle. I, I have to imagine it's Simeon or Wilson that starts this game, and it's never Boyle. Which quarterback would you rather have to bet the Jets in this game at a big price? Zach Wilson or Trevor Simeon, and why? Simeon? Because I haven't seen it yet. So it could be good. I I actually, I think, like, to cover a number like this, I think I'd rather have Wilson because I think he's just going to check the ball down the whole the whole game and, like, not throw interceptions. He's so think he's afraid take of making sacks. the bad decision. I think that he's going to take more sacks than Simeon but is. Simeon's yeah. a statue. And I'm like, look, we're not, we're, we're, we're not exactly debating, like, Montana or Young gear for the 49ers. Right, absolutely. But I think Simeon's got more, like, throws it right to Stingley and he just takes it for a pick six. Whereas Zach Wilson's going to look at that situation and say, I'm not even going to try to throw this ball here. Hey, uh, hey, Brees Hall, here's four yards on, like, third and 18, and we'll just send out the punt unit. Uh, anyway, uh, I think I'm with you here at a big number to take the points with the Jets. I, I think, uh, and I think you did a great job, Ken, talking about, listen, like, Stroud's great. D'Amico Ryans has done a great job. Will Anderson will give you the opportunity to talk about him in a second for Defensive Rookie of the Year. Texans have been awesome. What a great story. Stroud's amazing. I feel like this team is very lucky and very lucky to be where they're at, and it's not to take anything away from the quarterback or the coach or the GM, whatever. I feel like it's a bubble that's going to burst at some point. Maybe not this Sunday, but I'm with you, Ken, where I think it's Jets or nothing. Let's see how far this gets, and then we can have a conversation. Uh, talk to us, Ken, about Will Anderson here in Defensive Rookie of the Year, who had like probably was the star of the game yesterday for the Houston Texans. Sure. Uh, yeah, had a great game yesterday. I'm sure people who watched Red Zone, like they spent a lot of the telecast focusing on him. And this stuff, look, there's there's no, this isn't like a, a hidden, this isn't a secret. This is no, there's no mystery here. Like sometimes it's pretty easy to figure out where stuff's going to go, right? Like I'm watching the game live, texting with somebody who I bet with, and Anderson gets sack number two, and I just go... I, like and there's a couple places that keep awards open during the games not for very much but they keep them open and he's like 12 to 1 11 to 1 10 to 1 to win defensive rookie of the year just like we've been i've been waiting in this market forever people who listen to the award segments on thursday know that every time we either we don't talk about this market or every this is like fight club or we or every time we do talk about it it's like nothing yet and maybe never something, maybe Carter, Jalen Carter just wins. He's a favorite right now. Or Witherspoon ends up making a bunch of picks and he wins. It's just, I, and I said this every time we talk about it, I just go, it's just worth noting, those two guys have like no stats. And if anyone ever came around that could have stats, it would get really interesting really fast. Will Anderson has two sacks yesterday. He goes 11 to 1 to 4 to 1 in a week. What do you think happens when he has one more sack? It's worth noting. He has more sacks than Carter right now. He already does. He already does. I, just great. There's a lot of talk about like, 
well, Carter's like an all pro because he like beats these double teams and he wins at the line of scrimmage. Like, and that's awesome. Will Anderson has one of the great pressure rates of any rookie of all time right now, of all time. It's like the Bosa's and like Alden Smith and him. Like, that's it. And now that's finally been realized by actual production in the form of sacks. Uh, I, so imagine imagine me saying this. So look, like I bet the bejesus out of this and you won't get the numbers that I got. And I'm sorry because this happened overnight. But like he was 11 to one and now he's four to one. I think this is a gross mispricing still. I actually just messaged someone who I consider smart and they write back. I actually think he needs to be the favorite and maybe buy a lot right now. I texted this like, to you yesterday like, during that. the show, during the games. Yeah. I texted 10. I was like, this guy's going to win defensive rookie of the year. Right. And I go like I go like we bet twelve and to and eleven and I still think it's, and then I, I wrote bet, I still think and, it's good. <laughs> yeah, and, and because this jerk Ken yeah. Barkley bet twelve and eleven, I had to bet nine, but I still bet right. it, which was really great. Yeah, which was really great. Still uh, mispriced that, in my opinion. Can't emphasize that enough. Not correct. Yeah. All right, uh, two hours down, two more to go. More P squared B squared coming up in hour number three. Also a conversation with the whale capper Drew Densick.